This is the Digital Bitsoul podcast where we feature the experts from business advisory and assurance, taxes and regulatory, outsourcing and IT solutions who talk about plethora of strategies which help you lead your business responsibly. You are listening to your host Rohan Arote. Very warm welcome to you and we at Bitsol India wish that you are doing safe and healthy. Now after the global pandemic situation COVID-19 and coronavirus have become one of the most hot and the most feared words in the history which not just only created a panic situation in India but across the globe. Soon enough after the situation there has been a new feared word which is creating a panicking situation in India and that is employment since then there has been a cold war between the employees and the employers which has got a controversial issue in the business category as the wave of coronavirus impacted many businesses the employers started taking measures to survive and one of the measures they had to take was layoff and salary cuts in all this there was another way out which employers find it to be a sweet version where they shall not pay salaries to the employees but also not fire them it sounded like a win-win situation to the employers but not a win-win situation to the employees now this whole situation has become a controversial issue and everyone is addressing it differently To get a simplified view about this controversial issue we have with us our chairman of Bitsol India Mr Venkat Venkatachalam who also has been on board as a senior authority on various industrial associations he is also the one with a versatile experience of over 40 years on subjects like strategy management hr finance and more welcome sir how are you doing today first class thank you very well then i would like to right away dive into the controversial part of today's episode on legal rights of employees to claim wages during the lockdown so sir what is the whole controversy about as regards the employees right to claim wages during the lockdown period yeah let me begin at the beginning uh let me start with a caveat this is important as far as i am concerned and my company is concerned i am making this uh, making this position clear with this caveat that uh, my opinion and the kind of analysis which i intend to do is not intended in any way to search for justifications to deny anyone whomsoever it is what is due to him on moral or humanitarian considerations particularly referring to the employees this is purely an exercise in reconciling legality with legitimacy now coming to your question about um, uh, the controversy now this is how i look at it and interpret okay when uh, uh, the the prime minister announced that the country will go on under lockdown probably uh, the, uh, the he started in such a way that you know, the whole exercise was shrouded in mystery or secrecy 
for whatever reason. And all of a sudden, the announcement was made, which took everybody by surprise. Right. Obviously, obviously the industry was not prepared, though it was a distinct possibility considering what was happening around the world post the pandemic. Though the uh, Indian industry probably thought that um, they will get some notice, so does the so did the employees. However, when the uh, uh, lockdown uh, was announced, people were given uh, just four hours uh, of notice. When twenty-fifth uh, night, uh, eight o'clock, uh, uh, this was announced on the uh, television. Okay. By 12 uh, night, midnight, it was to come into effect. Now, this was, uh, this set in motion a number of uh, consequences, which perhaps could have been avoided, but that is another story and not going down that road. One of the consequences was that, is that suddenly they, uh, they found that the boundaries of various uh, states a lot of uh, migrant uh, workers, they all wanted to go back home within right. that four hours time, eight, hour, eight, eight o'clock to 12 o'clock on 25th night. Right. Now this uh, took everybody by surprise, but uh, they, uh, there was also a, an, another uh, angle to the whole thing that what about their uh, salaries and wages? Right. Then, then the, issue, uh, the bureaucrats got together and uh, probably hammered out a kind of uh, notification uh, by which you know they said, okay, the wages will get paid, otherwise it would have become unconscionable. Mm -hmm. Then uh, uh, the Ministry of Home Affairs came out with an order under what is called the Disaster Management Act. Under this Disaster Management Act, the, the central government has got overarching power to, uh, to promulgate whatever um, orders necessary to handle any kind of disaster. Okay. However, the, uh, the kind of disaster that we saw um, uh, um, uh, this time with uh, the coronavirus was probably was not even imagined when the Disaster Management Act was uh, passed. So this Disaster Management Act had given a lot of power and a lot of uh, procedural uh, clarifications and on how to manage a disaster. Basically, it's a kind of an operational manual with a, a lot of legalese uh, built into it. Okay. So then uh, when this came out, this was in the context, uh, please mind you, this was in the context of um, uh, the migrant laborers uh, rushing out of their uh, places of uh, residence in the urban area towards uh, migrating towards the rural uh, area. This was uh, fundamentally, uh, uh, this had happened on 25th night as far as migrant workers were concerned. Okay. Now, taking the cue from there, the uh, the, in the order, they also found it necessary. Though, if you look at the, if you read the order, the Disaster Management Act, that is a, uh, the uh, genesis of this controversy is the disaster. The order 
under this uh, Disaster Management Act. The uh, order starts with an introduction saying that, you know, it is in the context of uh, the migrant labor. Okay. And the uh, order ends with the statement that, you know, all employers, uh, industries and shops and establishments must pay the regular wages and salaries to all employees without any deduction. Okay. So the beginning had a different intent and the end had a, a different uh, position. Okay. Now, uh, this, uh, there is nothing wrong with the intent because the government would want uh, the, uh, the labor or every employee to be paid. Right. So it, uh, yeah, my noble intent. But noble intent by itself cannot translate into uh, workable, uh, implementable solutions. So that is what happened with the uh, with uh, uh, with this order, because under the Disaster Management Act, the clause under which uh, the uh, order was uh, taken out, there is no provision for payment of wages uh, to be made to. Uh, my, labor or for any class of uh, workmen or employees. Okay. That's where the problem started. Even for, uh, my, uh, my, uh, for migrant workers, the disaster, under the Disaster Management Act, the Ministry of Home Affairs cannot uh, order payment of wages. Okay. Now we have got a problem. Intention is good, but implementation is unauthorized. Right. That is the genesis of the um, uh, controversy. Okay. This also has to be seen before I uh, leave this question. This also has to be seen uh, in the context. In the beginning, towards the end of March, when the announcement was made, uh, practically the whole of that month's uh, wages have already uh, accrued, except for a few days. So it was, and then all of us, you know, the employees, employees, the government, everybody must have felt that, oh no, it is okay. It's only a small uh, contribution which may, will need to be made by the uh, uh, employer. Okay. When it, uh, it got extended, the lockdown got extended further, issues became a little, uh, a lot more complicated because, you know, you got, got into an uncertain territory. But you don't, you did not know how long the lockdown would last, and no industrial enterprise, barring a few large ones, had the capacity to make any make the payment for wages. It's a legitimate thing. Right. Right. So the fear gripped the employers, and as a result, this it became a, the initial first month. There were almost no. Uh, objection from anyone, but fine because you know the employees also are suffering. The money is so paid. As the mm -hmm. uh, lockdown period got longer, uh, the uh, issue became difficult. It was a question of survival. Right. This is the genesis of the controversy. Right. Okay. So, uh, to, to leading to the next question on that part, uh, does the government have the power to really? order private sector employers to pay wages to their employees? No, um, uh, really, uh, strictly speaking, no. That is where the government made a mistake. Okay. And uh, the, uh, the Disaster Management Act does not give uh, the power to the uh, government uh, to ask the private sector 
employers to make the payment. Now the disaster man, there are a couple of um, uh, acts which come into play in this in, while answering your question, this is important. One is obviously the Disaster Management Act. Second is uh, the uh, what is called the Epidemics, uh, Epidemic Diseases Act, which is, um, uh, is, uh, 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 which is administered both by the center as well as the state, uh, largely by the states who are taking into account the uh, situation on the ground. So there also there is no provision. So the disaster management did not have, does not have a, a, a provision. Okay. Uh, to uh, insist on making a payment of uh, wages, this uh, epidemic act does not have a, a provision to make a pay, uh, the, uh, payment. Okay. Now, uh, the only act which uh, comes into play is um, uh, the uh, payment of wages act. It talks about uh, uh, the payment to be made. When what does the payment of wages act? You know, the in essence, what is it? It is an employment uh, is a contract in essence, okay. between an employer and the employee. And employer, the employer is bound to duty, bound to make payment to the employee if and when services are rendered to the employer by the employee. Okay. But then when the services are not entered or not allowed to be entered for whatever reasons, natural calamities or otherwise, there is no job and there is no payment. Right. No work, no pay is an established uh, situation. The one uh, question is about uh, from a humanitarian or a welfare-oriented uh, outlook, what should be the situation? And the mm -hmm. other issue is that, you know, what does the law say? This is where I'm saying that, you know, this is a question of reconciling legality with legitimacy. Okay. So now I will uh, have a problem. Uh, if somebody says that no, it is as a matter of right, the money has to be paid to the labor, yes, uh, which is not correct. Now the qu question is, how can uh, the, uh, the employees under such circumstances can get uh, uh, money? The only legal recourse the employee has is under the Industrial Disputes Act. Okay. Yeah, under the Industrial Disputes Act, you have a provision when uh, the, uh, the factories or industrial establishments or shops and establishments and all that are closed down, you, um, uh, the um, uh, employees entitled to, um, uh, 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 employees can be laid off. Once they are laid off, the act provides how much uh, uh, money has to be paid to the uh, uh, workmen. That right. is 50%, of, that is 50% of their salary. Wages. So, in the Industrial Disputes Act comes to the rescue of the workmen in the event of a layoff. That is, the layoff has to be announced and the 50% of the wages have to be paid. This is the only legal requirement. And okay. asking the employers to make the payment, um, uh, uh, yeah, making that kind of a simplicity announcement is not permissible. Okay. So the government of India had made an appeal to all the employers that uh, please do not lay off or cut salaries or fire your employees. And um, so in all this, do you feel that this uh, particular statement has got misinterpreted or 
the law has got somewhere misinterpreted that the employers are bound or liable to pay salaries to the employees irrespective of the situation which has occurred right now okay this I, this is not a question of uh, 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 i i don't know the right word is misinterpretation see the uh, a wrong inter- uh, a wrong order is given which okay. is being questioned so the, i will put it that way it's not a question of misinterpretation because you know it, uh, to my mind it is uh, uh, the whole thing is uh, is black and white okay. see the under the disaster management act you don't have the power and you assume yourself the power to order which okay. i am saying that you know you don't have the order so there's no question of misinterpretation so okay. this you are not entitled to it but then the intention of the government cannot be questioned but good intention by itself is not sufficient but you have to uh, you, you, there is a, it is all a question of survival right well all of us survive so that you know the jobs are protected or uh, we get into liquidation or bankruptcy or um, uh, the unit gets closed down it is basically right. this is this is the uh, difficult question now uh, what the government did was that you know they made an appeal it is more in the nature of a political uh, uh, statement or a, a wish that you know it should uh, employers should not uh, sack employees fine most of the employees did not do it and okay. uh, 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 employers should not be uh, uh, employees should not be sacked that is uh, most of them uh, during this time did not do it issue was about uh, making the payment of uh, wages and salaries okay that was uh, that is basically issue but then intention was good but then it was uh, difficult to uh, imp- implementation was not all right yeah implement right. so not is actually speaking not a uh, misinterpretation that's how i'll put it okay fair enough uh, so moving towards the uh, towards the end of this uh, uh, the whole issue uh, where does the matter stand as on today see the matter as you sh- as it happens in almost all cases it reached it reached the uh, doors of the supreme court Okay. now the supreme court had to take a call the super, uh, the supreme court when it reached the supreme court initially the supreme court shrugged off uh, or rather uh, tried to defer the uh, taking a decision repeatedly because they uh, the employers went to the supreme court some a couple of them went to supreme court saying that you know one is the government has no power this right. is basically what i explained under the disaster management act yes and then you know under the under the article 14 and 19 of the constitution there yeah, these amounted to uh, arbitrary directives uh, directions and unjust restrictions on uh, the conduct of uh, trade and business on the part of the uh, citizen and more the most important part is when my ship is sinking Sure. how do you expect me to pay so for which you know there is a latin uh, word which the um, the lawyers use in the courts is called the lex non cogit ad impossibilia that means yeah. you know when it is an impossible thing to do 
Now suppose right. you prescribe a punishment that you know if I uh, if I uh, commit a breach of contract, I must uh, jump from the third floor. <laughs> I, I offer <laughs> offer building. <laughs> I I can't obviously do it. Right. So this is an uh, you are asking me to uh, perform an impossible act that by itself makes it uh, you know that's amount to frustration of the uh, intent of that uh, legislation itself. So this based on the they went to the court. Now the court try to um, uh, adjourn the hearings um, uh, from day to day because you know it is a very difficult thing even for the courts. Um, ultimately, those who, um, who are in uh, in the black coat and gowns sitting there on the pedestal in the court, yeah. also human beings. You know? See, no one, uh, no one uh, wants the employees to go hungry. But uh, at the same time, the practical reality is that the employees can't run the organization. So to generate money to pay the employees. So this was a kind of a situation. So like, I mean, if I may digress a little bit, Court try to even in the case of Ayodhya case, the Supreme Court try to get um, external mediation to come and then say so that you know it's a, they would wanted to probably probably here I am guessing to um, avoid taking a uh, giving an order or a decision. Okay. Now you I will make a distinction here. You can make it looking at the um, um, law. You can make a correct order. That okay. means correct. That is a clinically correct order. But that order need not be right. When you, there is a difference between correct and order, correct is clinically clinically correct. Okay. And right is, a right has got a, a, an element of morality involved in this. You know, it's, you can say that, you know, okay, the order is correct, but it's not okay. really right. Because there is something is not uh, yeah, okay with the order. So this is an um, issue uh, with, in front of the Supreme Court. Now the Supreme Court um, went on adjourning the, this one and then they gave some uh, interim order saying that don't take any action against the employer till such time a final decision is taken. Now just okay. five days back, five days back, there is one company called Ficus Power Private Limited, uh, its case, the Supreme Court gave a uh, mark. Uh, no order that again is an interim order, not final. Okay. And there again, the Supreme Court um, uh, used the same uh, um, uh, step of uh, avoiding uh, uh, giving a uh, decision. Now, what it has now come out with is that he has asked both the employers and employees to sit across the table and negotiate and find a solution. Okay. And uh, for which, you know, he says, you know, you, you uh, the, he has, uh, the Supreme Court has asked the labor um, uh, department uh, officials to mediate. Now, it, it is important to understand that, you know, in labor disputes, the first, uh, first step is not, uh, the, uh, it basically, it starts with a try, uh, an attempt at resolution. The, that is why they call it's called a, they all start with when a labor dispute starts, they start with the conciliation. Only when the conciliation fades, the matter goes to court and then all disputes start. You know, dispute before you can't just start with a dispute and expect an order because that doesn't happen in the labor related issue because it's a conciliatory process. 
So now, sir, the uh, the Supreme Court has asked uh, uh, my labor department to intervene, sit and mediate, and then find a solution. That means what? Supreme Court has, uh, uh, you know, uh, shirked its responsibility. I'm using the word shirk in uh, inverted commas. Shirks its responsibility. Yeah, and then passed it on to passed it on conveniently to the uh, labor department. Now the labor departments have been asked to call the employees and the employers and the trade union leader and find a solution and come back and uh, uh, file the uh, uh, report of uh, what you could do. If this could be done by the uh, the flip side of this uh, interim order. Is that if, if this could be done through a conciliatory mode that easily, why would anyone go to the court in the first place? Right. So this is this is okay. Uh, I'm not saying that no, it is a yeah, it's a bad uh, order, but it is basically at uh, at some level saying that uh, this is not really. Uh, I mean, I, I, we would. I mean, if I'm not saying that no, I'm not putting words into. Uh, the Supreme Court's mouth, it's something difficult for us to uh, sit on and uh, give a judgment because I, what right. I said, you know, there is a, a issue between what is correct and what is right. right, right. So now, now then now this uh, situation is, the last uh, the, uh, lockdown when it happened, uh, uh, extension, uh, I mean, no, sorry, the, it's not the lockdown, when uh, the lockdown was lifted, there was a MHA came came out with a circular. In that circular, after 50 days, they came out. Uh, 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 there, there was a para at the end of the circular that all those decisions which were taken before that would come assist, uh, would come to an end. That would include the provisions with which this uh, my, uh, my directive was given to the employees to make wages. That also ceased to exist. So as on today, there is no order to make the payment by the employees, employers to the employees. Okay. So today the issue is all for a period of about maybe 50 days or 60 days when the lockdown was in uh, effect and uh, the uh, payment has not been made. As on today, no payment is uh, labor payment, uh, wages or salary need to be paid because that provision now has been uh, uh, withdrawn by the uh, that uh, the latest uh, notification by the MHA, that is Ministry of Home Affairs. Okay. So, but then the matter still um, is in, in the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court has listed the matter uh, to the end of July. By the okay. time they'll have to give a decision, because anyway, now that the end of July or end of August. Issue is only a question of you know uh, what uh, what is a le exactly legal position for posterity, because you know that now that you know the uh, MHA order is also not in existence. So this okay. is not uh, um, uh, this is uh, this is and uh, now it is a matter of our for our understanding for posterity what will be the legal situation. So this is the latest position as far as the uh, uh, this particular controversy is concerned. Both with the uh, under the Disaster Management Act in during the in the legal process. Now, the uh, one of the uh, only I will only uh, supplement the whole thing with one more sentence. Okay. See, it'll, see if you can 
and if you can afford, you must pay. After all, okay. you have lost as an employee, you have lost as an employer, and you have lost as a government because it's a it's a loss all around. Wherever right. possible, wherever possible, I'm saying that, underlining that, you must make the payment. So that I mean, and that reflects at one level your own moral compass. You know, where right. do you stand? So this is this is my stand on this. But then I'm very clear as far as the uh, legal position uh, um, of this concern, which appears to have been uh, uh, validated by the court as well as right. uh, the subsequent action by the uh, action of withdrawal of this uh, deductive by the uh, Ministry of Home Affairs. Okay, right. So I really liked what you said. We have lost as an employer, uh, lost as uh, the employee and lost as a government. Uh, I understand now the intention is very much pure and clear, but the implementation is something where the struggle has started. And I believe uh, somewhere because of this particular, this part of implementation where the whole controversy has started. Do you, do you, is that what we can save to end our episode? What is that? Uh, so to because of the wrong implementation or maybe not right implementation is where the whole whole controversial issue started. Is that what we can conclude for this episode? Not exactly so. But, you know, you, you whether you are a government, whether you are an individual, whether you are a firm, you can't assume powers which you don't have. I mean, somewhere okay. on the statute, as you say. And second, I mean, second decision is, okay, good intention, you say that. No, it is at best, uh, it, uh, I would totally treat uh, whatever the government said was an advisory. Now, try to say that, you know, I, my, it, is a, it, my, it is mandatory on your part to follow that. If you don't follow that, I will put you in jail. That was right. going a little too far. Right, right. Okay. So, yes, uh, the matter is still pending uh, with the Supreme Court. And by the end of July, we should have a direction from uh, the court. And it's time for me to wrap up the episode. And that was all around the legal rights of employees to claim wages during the lockdown period. It's uh, time for me to say a goodbye. But before I would like before that, I would like to thank our chairman, Mr. Venkat Venkatachalam, for throwing light on this controversial matter and helping us give a clear insight on this. We are coming up with more of such episodes every week. So stay tuned and don't forget to subscribe us. See you in the next episode. Take care. And if you are thinking of GST, think of its own. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is your host, Rohan Arote, saying a goodbye. Take care.